0: Melanated family, this is your brother Harrison, man. We back for another rendition of the Melanated Convo podcast. And on the show today, I got my teammate, my brother, the one that comes in and just cleans everything up. You know what I mean? Now, I have to make sure I represent this brother correctly because he's been doing this. You know what I mean? This is my brother Jermaine Morris. He's been in the radio, some form of radio for 25 plus years. He's a certified coach coach in consultant with a special practice in disc assessment, he would know what's wrong with your ass. You know what I mean? He gonna help you know what's wrong with you. You know what I mean? Ain't that perfect. But today, and I'm crafting these topics based on him, like I need his input on a lot of this stuff. So today, me and my brother Jermaine, we're gonna discuss generational curses. We're gonna discuss the generational curses that have came from the system we're going to discuss the generational curses that we impose on our families, whether it be abuse, alcoholism, poverty, all of these things. We're going to get into it today. You feel me? So this is your brother Harrison. Again, Melanated Convo podcast. Do me a favor. Hit the like button, share, subscribe, do all those things. Follow me because we're going to keep this thing lit. So my brother Jermaine, when we talk about generational, when when you think of first thing I want to find out from you, when you think about generational curses in our community, what's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: um honestly i think of i try to understand the perception of the person who says it Hmm. because you're normally when i hear the phrase uh generational curses my association is not always maybe what's being said so Hmm. somebody says we got to worry about work on these generational curses okay so what are you talking about (laughs) Because I, I think you you prefaced it great when you were saying some stuff is the system, some stuff is us, mm-hmm. some stuff is there's a difference between you know uh the ripple effect from institutionalized practices that detrimentally hurt a group of people, like that ripple effect that goes down generationally, mm-hmm. versus um, this is just what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so. Whenever I hear the phrase "generational curse," the first thing I, I my whole big thing is I'm always about understanding. And even with my coaching and consulting, it's the premise is self awareness without judgment. Hmm. So I'm never starting with right, wrong, good or bad. What just what is? What are you talking about when you use the phrase?
0: Damn that that gives me perspective about you, bro. Because a lot of topics I bring up, i will be like, I'm trying to get to it. He like, wait, wait, back up. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, if I'm speaking to, an, like, so I already know what I think. So if I'm speaking to another person, I'm trying to understand what you think. First. So if if I have questions, I'm the person that asks a million and one question. Like, I'm just trying to understand why. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. So within our community, when we start speak of generational curses, that can be uh, economically. Mm-hmm. That can be behaviorally. That could be a family dynamic. Uh, mm-hmm. That could be
0: diet. I was just thinking that because I this thing that we
1: eat that we know you know two-thirds of the family is obese and of that 80 percent of them have type 2 diabetes and everybody's got this that and a third and we're just saying well this these eating habits are generational
0: that it's funny you say that Jermaine because I was going through a list of things thinking okay what do we do generationally that hurt us and I was thinking sometimes I'll see a family where some of them are a little bigger, right? And I'll think to myself, ask a family member, like, "Damn, it's—they're all kind of bigger people." What, what's the cause of that? They'll say, "Hey, we just big boned it," or some shit like this. But in reality, it could be eating habits yeah. that started a couple generations before, right?
1: Yeah, there was a good episode of uh, the Boondocks that came on—you know, the old animated Boondocks—and mm-hmm. they were talking about the movie Soul Food. And Huey, the son, he was just like, you know the movie where everybody would get around and eat every Sunday and and ultimately it led to Big Mama losing her leg and then dying. And the family's response was to come back together and eat the exact same food that killed Big Mama. Yeah. Like, (laughs) so sometimes, you know, when we say generational curses or generational trauma or things that go along our lineage, um uh, sometimes it's you know sometimes it's, sometimes it's not them it's us sometimes yeah, it's,
0: see I, and i was looking through it and the first thing i thought of course like all those systematic things that put us in certain positions i'm like yeah. yes that's obvious but i'm digging a little deeper like damn if if regardless of what the system did yeah. in our home i look at homes it's like little small countries like you create yeah. the rules the the bylaws this is your shit your own ecosystem. Yeah. Your own ecosystem. If you're in the house and the father communicates by yelling, meaning whenever he wants something from anybody in the house, he's yelling profanity. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to pick that up, whether you want to or not, it seems like. Some of that's going to be in you unless you kind of take a step back and, take, and, and, and look at it. But if it's in your home and you're a child, you're going to pick it up, too.
1: Yeah, typically when you go to your household, it's either or. So it's like um, everybody yelled and cursed. So either I yell and curse or I don't yell and curse at all.
0: Mm, I've seen everybody
1: that. eats badly. Either I eat badly or I don't eat any of that stuff.
0: Or I'm a vegan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Usually it, 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 it's usually, adver- you know, daddy was an alcoholic. So I'm an alcoholic or i never t- touched a drop of liquor.
0: And that's exactly what people say. You right say, dude. why you don't drink? I man, I used to watch my dad yell at my mom and I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. So
1: a lot of people, it's, it's polar. But in any event, that incident is you're still directly tied to the incident one way or the other. So if you say I'm going to drink all the time or I'm never going to drink, the individual drinking in your household is still the base point for which either direction you go. Mm. So even to say that when you say generationally, you're still a part of the generational lineage. Like you didn't break off from the tree. You're just a different branch. But it's still like centered in the same root. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to drink because all these people drink, and I saw the result So, mm-hmm. I my choice to never drink is still directly tied
0: to the generation before me. And you know what, Jermaine? What do you think about this? I've seen people, <coughs> excuse me, who hate how their parents conducted structure with them or finances. Like they can't stand it. But I watch them, mm-hmm. and they do the same shit their parents did.
1: Yeah. That's something I refer to as handlebar logic. What you mean? <laughs> handlebar logic. i tell you, I told the story. I don't know if I've ever told it. So I always reference when I was a kid. In the house that we lived on, like on our street, uh, every kid who started to ride a bike on our street rode into our mailbox. Like hmm. it was the mailbox, it was on a post, and it, it didn't matter how many houses down they were, how, wherever, whenever a kid learned how to start riding a bike, they all crashed into our mailbox. Like, my father had nailed, re-nailed this mailbox down so many times, it was barely left sitting on the post. It had been hit so many times. And what would happen is, is that when kids would learn to start riding a bike, their parents would say, don't hit that mailbox. So once they start riding, their whole focus is the mailbox.
0: Not hitting
1: So no matter where they were in the street, their brain is like, don't hit the mailbox, don't hit the mailbox, don't hit the mailbox. <laughs> and they crash straight into the mailbox. So when you have people who are saying, man, I hated the way my dad did this, I hated the way my mom did this, and I am so fixated on what they did, my handlebars are directed towards the behavior that I keep focusing on. So Damn. even though I said I, the mailbox was the last thing that I wanted to hit, it is the only thing I'm focused on. And no matter where you were in the neighborhood, you end up crashing into that mailbox. And so you'll hear as adults man i never want to be like my dad or i never want to do this like my mom and you just like them because that's the focal point that's where your handlebars are aimed at
0: damn so so <laughs> that that's a very very good so what does a person do so if you see your dad was an alcoholic it sounds like you're saying whatever you focus on
1: where your focus, where your focus goes, goes your energy flows
0: where says. your focus goes your energy flows so that's that's a catch 22 almost because you want to it seems like your focus goes sometimes towards things you want to prevent or something that scares you or it kind of you know what I mean so how can you not focus on it how can you not look at it and say okay I don't like what I was seeing so I have to avoid it it seems like damn
1: so the difference is so say if your father was was papa was a rolling stone Mm -hmm. He was just out here running around different women all the time. And you're like, man, I don't ever want to do my woman like he did. that. I don't want to cheat. I don't want to cheat. I don't want to cheat. That's your focus is cheating. As opposed to I'm going to love this woman as fully as I possibly can and as many ways as I can for as long as I can. What is your focus? Loving this woman. Focusing on this woman, Mm -hmm. being engaged and communicating with this woman as opposed to cheating on this woman I'm trying not to cheat on this I'm not trying to like your focus what are you what are you focused on mm, so self, you're and, and based upon your focus your behavior will be in alignment with your focus
0: yeah what you're telling yourself so yeah, i was reading about that yeah what you tell yourself <clears throat> becomes a reality positive or negative yeah. so that makes sense you can just reframe that not i don't want to be a drunk like my dad but I'm gonna do focus. everything I can to leave a healthy lifestyle.
1: So instead of I don't want to be a drunk like my dad, I want to take care of myself. I want to work out every day. There I want go. to go to the gym. I want to go for walks. I want to run marathons. I want to be this, and just focus on what you want to do. Like mm-hmm. the best example, I look at. Have you ever been with somebody and they say, "Well, what do you want to eat for dinner?" I don't want Chinese. I don't want Mexican.
0: I, yeah, I, I know. Don't want I don't. <laughs>
1: Okay, but you do realize that we're no step closer
0: to eating, right? (laughs) I know someone just like that. Like
1: you're telling me everything you don't want, but but there's nothing in front of you that you do want. Mm -hmm. So instead of making the focus that you don't want chicken, I do want fish. Okay, so what are all the different types of fish you might want?
0: There we go. How do you
1: want the fish prepared? What is the, the like the style? Like, let's talk about what you do want. Mm. and start working in that direction instead of making your whole focus what I don't want.
0: And you know what, Jermaine? It, it, you can do that. That that needs to be done in life in that's general because you can approach several situations. It could be a job you need to apply for. It could be a business you're trying to start. The po- the, the positive affirmation spin on everything because that's what you're telling yourself. You can, you can talk to people and say whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah. What you're telling yourself is really what matters.
1: Yeah, because in order, by the time you verbalize it to the world, you've already said it to yourself on repeat 10 million times to your brain. Mm. And so that's the voice that's always on repeat, what you tell yourself. Hmm. So if, if you're living a type of life where you're constantly, I don't want to do this. I'm not going to be that. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be. OK, so you've given yourself no information for what you do want. hmm. You're giving yourself no direction or fuel to go after what you do want. You're just telling me you don't want to be. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do okay. Well, then you have a your energy is going towards a negative direction because you're saying no, don't stop, can't, won't. It's it's the the NT of that is not. So you're huh. you're putting a blockage, you're putting a barrier for where you're trying to go mm-hmm. as opposed to can, will, must, do. This is the life I'm going to live. This is what I'm working towards. This is how I'm going to be. This is what I'm capable of. This is what I will accomplish. Like that's where your energy is going to to create the life you want, as opposed to spending your entire time about the life you don't want.
0: And I I know people who actually think that's a positive way of approaching decisions, determining what I don't want first, looking at something. And saying, no, nah, I don't like that. No, nah, I don't like that. And I was there was a time where I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Then I've been reading and I've been watching some videos by Jim Rome. And I'm like, wait a minute. That person is actually kind of negative. Yeah. Because you could take that same approach, but just point out what you do. Want. And then the people around who need to help you make a decision or you're talking to, they know what direction to go in.
1: Yeah, there's a difference between playing to win versus playing not to lose. Mm. And Come so... You've watched sports, you watch games where all of a sudden the, the team gets the ball 45 seconds before the Keep end of the it away. half, and you see them kneeling it out. You're like, Wait, you got 45 seconds in a timeout. You're not gonna try to go to length at least get to a field goal. Well, I don't want to make sure we don't throw an interception. I want to make negative. sure nobody gets hurt. I want to make sure that's negative. You're you're playing not to lose, but you you had a whole bunch of opportunities that you could have done something great, but mm-hmm. instead you minimized it due to fear of what could go wrong that you didn't do anything. Mm. And so if that's the focus, that to me is the same as if, like when you go to the grocery store, I think I was talking to somebody about this the other day. You go to the grocery store and you're like, well, I need to get some food. All right, man, you go there and you're like, well, what do you, you want some chicken? Nah, I don't want any chicken. You're walking up and down the aisles with your cart. You want beans? Nah, I want beans. You want bread? Nah, I don't want bread. And you keep focusing on all the things you don't want. And after an hour in the grocery store, you're looking down at an empty shopping cart. Hmm. Because all you said is what you don't want. At no Man. point, you know, you've you process of elimination. You've eliminated aisle by aisle all these things you don't want. But when you look down, you're staring at an empty cart.
0: And that and that also is damn. This is deep, Jermaine. It almost speaks to like leadership as well. Because if if I have to direct people or this thing in a particular direction, one of the best ways I can do it is make a decision, fucking quick, and stick with it. But if I'm like, well, I don't like that one. Well, I don't know if that one's going to work. That's, you may end up 30 minutes without making a decision yet.
1: Everything has its place. So let's, I'm not want to paint a blanket statement overall. Some things require thought and deliberation. Makes sense. Other things don't. So, um us mm-hmm. with sports stuff. You ever hear about those, the best quarterbacks that have instant amnesia, that throw mm-hmm. an interception and mm-hmm. then get the right ball back and go right back to work like it yeah. didn't happen? Where somebody else will throw it and you can like, you might as well bench them because they're done for the day because that's going to be in their head all day long, worrying about making a mistake, worrying about Mm -hmm. going wrong. They're going to be useless for you for the rest of the night. Hmm. Uh, So some things require, you know, high stakes or low stakes, like uh, making sure we have enough money so the baby can get surgery, high stakes. What are we having for lunch? Low stakes. Like, Mm. you know, like perspective.
0: Got you. You deliberate over the surgery. The lunch, you just say, "Eh, give me a sandwich.
1: And if it works out, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, make another decision and keep moving.
0: Mm. Makes sense. So every day, people should be determining. And I was reading about this. Like the level of priority. Like what we put at the beginning of the day when we start our day. What's the priority? These things, because sometimes you may think, Something you want to do, like you yeah. may have something you yeah want to do this, but that's not what you need to be doing. You yeah. need to put what's a priority at the top and kind of work yourself down the list, or you will find yourself not really doing nothing, nothing, nothing at all during the day.
1: Yeah, everybody talks about your your purpose, but the big thing is, are you living on purpose?
0: Mm, break that down.
1: So, so, not necessarily do I I'm in alignment with my purpose and this. And that. Are you living on purpose? Are you living intentionally, or is life just happening to you? like you may know my purpose is to get out and speak to the people like i realized that's my purpose but am i purposeful in the way i get up every day in that direction so did i make it a point to get up at 6 a.m to put together something that i wanted to present to the people in regard to the like what i wanted to communicate or did if the opportunity presented myself i just i said something like or do you live on purpose
0: mm, do, you live, you-
1: do you get out of bed intentionally
0: Intentionally seeking that to happen, or you just watching TV and get a phone call. Hey, you want to come talk? Well, I ain't yeah. doing nothing, sure.
1: Most people where why do you work where you work? Uh, they was hiring, you know. Like, is this the field that you wanted to go into? No. Did you ever think about this field before the opportunity that day showed up? No. I just happened to be scrolling. They were hiring. I applied there. I work here. I never once thought about this as a career. I never decided this is the path I wanted to go on. I'm just here because I get a check. Damn. There's your intention.
0: Prime example of life happening to you.
1: Exactly. You get in a relationship with somebody. We, we just together. Like We was around each other. We started hanging out. Started sleeping together. Somebody's lease ran out. Now we live together, living together. Somebody get pregnant. Now we got kids. We just together. Nobody intentionally had a conversation about this is the type of relationship I want. This is the dynamic in my relationship. I want to get married. I don't want to get married. How many children I want to have? These are my beliefs when it comes to child raising. These are the ideologies I want to instill. Talk about the generational aspect of it. Did you Mm -hmm. ever have a conversation with the person you created the next generation with and Mm -hmm. how you wanted that next generation to be?
0: Damn. And it seems like it'd be a snowball effect, Jermaine, like if a yeah. person in one area of their lives allows life to just happen. Yeah. It seems like it happens in every area. Yeah.
1: The way you do anything, the way you do everything.
0: I heard that the other day and it shook my soul because I, I I swear for a while. I was up the belief that <laughs> no, I'm gonna go hard here. Yeah, This kind of I'll take my time here. It doesn't yeah. typically work.
1: Are there yeah. some people who can compartmentalize? Yes. Do most? most no. Yeah. You can't do that. Most. You, it, it's, it's, it's safe just to
0: go hard everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they said most competitive, three most competitive people most people recognize was Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods, and Michael Jordan. He said these are three people who everything was a competition. Yep. Like, just didn't even matter. He said they, they, people would sit across from Michael Jordan, and he started drinking water, and you drink water, and all of a sudden it turned into a race that you didn't even know about.
0: And like, you not even realizing. maybe if he didn't do that, maybe if he said, I'm not going to be competitive right here, he wouldn't have been competitive enough anywhere.
1: Yeah. So creative people are typically creative all the time. Uh, To the same accord, people who lack boundaries, lack boundaries everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Undisciplined people are typically undisciplined everywhere. Everywhere, God damn it, (laughs) It's like, if you don't have boundaries at your job, you probably don't have them with your mate. You probably don't have them with your family. If, If you're not disciplined in how you take care of yourself, then you're probably not disciplined with your money. You know what, mm. what I mean? If you're not disciplined with it, you You know what I mean? So, are there exceptions, of course, but by and large, most people, you know.
0: And, I, and J- damn, this is, and some of this stuff, Jermaine, honestly, bro, I'm just learning. And it, when you hear something that you know you're kind of guilty of, it does something to you. And if, and if you're trying to get better, you're going to just eat that and, and, and try to make improvements from there. But I know a lot of people like talking about, Black parents, I say a lot to myself, right? People think that if a young person, for instance, has a baby, a man, for instance, right? Right. This is going to catapult him into maturity. Now he's going to get a job. Now he's going to work the hardest he can because there's a little life that he just brought. I realized, Jermaine, hell no. How hard did he work before the baby? How interested was he in getting a job before the baby? Excuse me, a baby's not going to change that. He's going to be the same dude just with a baby.
1: So what can happen is, is that you can ignite coals that are already there. Mm. So when you somebody is raised up a certain way, they may not be practicing those beliefs of discipline and, and being responsible and of duty. And then when the situation calls for it, they ignite those coals that are already down there. But there are some people who are asked upon to create something with the materials do not exist in that human.
0: Mm, like they got the tools
1: there's no foundation of them where they've ever had to be accountable there's no foundation where they've ever had to to do these things and then when it's all of a sudden called upon them it's like well well how come you're not i was like well this goes into the intentionality when you talk about people like having children well i thought he would step up or be a man or whatever (laughs) what part of him did he show you (laughs) that that was even in him yeah. like At sure. what moment in time, was that even, even a present behavior that you observed in him? Yeah. It, oh, it was never there. Oh, okay.
0: This <laughs> speaks to a lot. And this, when we talk, everybody, we're talking about generational, um, um, generational curses in the Black community, generational trauma, the things that happen in our families or our lives that we put on repeat. And this is important because, of course, at the beginning, we talked about the institutionalized things that put some of these things in motion, but at that, but now it's like, it's on autopilot because when I look at, for instance, when I look at how we treat the parenting process, yes, all races have kids out of wedlock, but I'm just talking about us right now. Sometimes that shit is on autopilot. And like Jermaine was just saying, you don't realize that you didn't do the work internally yet. So, you can't possibly love that kid the way you need to if you don't love yourself.
1: So let's separate those, because I, I I wouldn't say you can't love the kid, but okay. you but the, the idea of your ability to effectively raise, teach, and take care of that child may be in question.
0: Mm-hmm. There you
1: go. Your love may be there. Like you may love your car. And and this is for more men than women. You may love your car. If somebody keyed your car, you'd be ready to go to war for them. But if it broke down, you may have absolutely no (laughs) idea how to fix this
0: engine. Perfect analogy, Jermaine. Like you love this car. Like
1: you named it, you dry it off with a diaper. Like you, like you, <laughs> get to talk. You got certain songs that you play when you waxing it in the garage. Like y'all got you put the Anita Baker on. Everybody know. Oh, he got there washing the car today. Like you, you love this car. But when if it something that needs to be done to it, I don't have the skill set to do what's required for this Damn. thing that I love.
0: So, like Tina said, what do love got to do it? with it?
1: Like, if, if the question was, so keep that right there. The question was never. Do you love me? I, b- I believe to the capacity in which you believe love is, you do. Mm. But for the be- relationship, the behaviors, the things that I need, you loving me to your capacity is irrelevant. What's love got to do with it? We are two people who should not be together. Hmm. We are two people who are not equipped to raise the, to to facilitate this family we are two people who didn't have the conversation to get our finances in in order to get our our ideologies and beliefs in alignment to yes. understand our value system in regards to ourselves each other and this relationship yes we may love each other but what love got to do with it when it comes to the functionality of this relationship and
0: arrangement and then something i think that all of our people should take into consideration when they operate the way that you just mentioned Jermaine it causes a ripple effect on the rest of the family so I remember when I was 8 17 about to have two kids at 17 years old and I was making decisions and my mom my mom was butting in like wait a minute what you doing boy you you need to save your money i I, my arrogant ass said this ain't got nothing to do with you (laughs) this ain't gonna affect you or the family, she said this is gonna affect all of us directly, and I couldn't get it. I'm like, no, nah, this is my baby, I'm a man while I'm living with her
1: <laughs> in her house, about to bring these kids into her house talking about what this got to do with you.
0: <laughs> Come on now.
1: Meanwhile, mama, can I get 50 bucks real quick? Because the kid needs formula,
0: but this ain't got nothing to do with you. But this ain't got nothing to do with you. You see what I'm saying? So I've I've heard a lot of men in different aspects like personally on tv they'll they'll mention why they didn't do something that could have been irresponsible mm-hmm. and they said man i was thinking about my mom and how i would disappoint her yeah i was thinking about how i would disappoint my dad and that shit hit me because i ain't never had that and i ain't never thought like that i'm like damn that's thinking about other people being selfless even when you a younger person this can benefit your future you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Uh so removing the island that would that we are an island and ourselves and everything we do is just us um the connectivity of the tribe uh, we're all links in a chain the the ways that what i do affects all of us that type of collective mentality um curbs some of this so we talking about, so the question is how do i how do we break some of these things that are going on um Gross individuality is harmed us as Mm -hmm. a community in this country. Mm -hmm. I got mine and you get yours. Mm -hmm. I made a way. Good luck to the rest of y'all. I figured it out. Why didn't you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Removing the big me, little you mentality. Mm -hmm. Like I think of, I call it like big me, little you. When I figured something out, I did something and now I could have been right next to you up until I figured it out. But now I'm up here and you down here. Hmm. Like uh, we, where we don't weaponize our decision making and or successes. Hmm. Like where I'm going to say I went, I went to grow up the same house you did. I went to the same school you did, but I figured out a way to be successful. Now, now I'm better than you because you haven't. You
0: I've know,
1: I grew up in the same family. We had the same trauma, the same abuses. I got counseling. I went to therapy. Now I'm better than you because you didn't.
0: Hmm. Wait. So tell everybody how should someone how should you view what's a healthy way to view that opposed to just being I I I.
1: So if you're in a situation to where you if you found out a way to win, like we were in here struggling together we we all took different paths to try to figure this thing out and i figured out a way to hit like i figured out a way that 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 benefits hey i mean do what you want cuz you're an individual but i did it this way and i'm seeing success hmm do with that information as you want like i'm going to give you the information and then you choose what you want to do with it not you're
0: stupid cuz you didn't and that's a and that's a process you can take to help break generational curses yeah i got through the door and seen all the parameters here you go so when you come through the door you will know it ain't a competition Hmm. i don't got a shit on you because i just figured it out nobody else because we see that i'm people who i know people who are very successful they earned it they got to where they got but they're like man i hate my mama them i gotta go back for christmas and see all these motherfuckers they're gonna be asking me for money they don't like that i'm successful i just like you just said, that we all grew up together. We all had the same chances, but I decided to move out. I decided to, see, I've heard that type of rhetoric, Jermaine. Yeah.
1: And so now, granted, you have to take, some people f- will feel a certain kind of way if you are successful or better and they're still in their current situation. That's mm-hmm. true. But starting with, you have no control over them. So control what you can control, and that's you, you as the individual. So if I know that... uh I had to go to see a therapist for five years to get all my stuff right and to be good and be okay. And I think my family would benefit from it. All I would sit there and say is this is what I did. And I benefited from it. Not I'm gonna beat you over the head with, why don't you go to therapy?
0: You see, need damn, So you I need- think what, you, what you're speaking to Jermaine is how you say shit. I'm, 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 I'm trying to get better against myself and the people around me. I'm saying, damn that he could have took that a little better, but how you said it was shitty. Yeah what's the intention? is it like I, I'm telling this to you
1: because I think it would, could benefit you. However, you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink like yeah, if yeah. I, I'm simply saying I'm not just hoarding the secrets. Hmm. I'm not hoarding the information. I'm just gonna I'm gonna make you aware of it, give you the options let you know how I did it. I can't tell you how the everybody else but at least this is what worked for me and if you like where I'm at, this is the this is the path I took.
0: And do with that if you want. Yep. And if my intention is to really help you, my tone and my delivery will reflect that. Yes. If I'm tired of you asking me for shit, and I just want to tell you how I did something, I'm gonna say it in a way where you may not be as receptive.
1: Or you have the honest conversation, transparency. Look, every time I come around, y'all asking me for something. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show you how to get it the way I got it. If you do not take advantage of this opportunity, then you already know the answer. If you're going to ask me for something next time you see me, there we go. You so did, there we go. And it's not I'm not looking down on you because your current situation. Here's here's a way that you can like the stuff can change. If you, mm-hmm. This is where you need to be intentional. I need, are you doing, are you trying to get better on purpose? Or are you just waiting to hit a lit? You waiting for the stars to align for you to be in a better situation, or are you trying to get both hands on the wheel and intentionally change your situation? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not judging either way you go. That's your life, and you're gonna have to live with however this plays out. But for what you're trying to involve me in is asking me to give up of me for you. This mm-hmm. is the way that I'm willing to do that. These are the boundaries that I've set. Here's the opportunities that I'll present to you, the information I'll present to you, because this is what I'm okay with. So we can still be okay.
0: So, Jermaine, what do we do, though, when we look at our family lineage? Yeah. What happens when because what we're talking about is like being evolved in your thinking, like being aware of what you say, being aware of how you present things and really leading with intentionality and love. What do we do when the grandma's. Great grandmas, like the grandpa, maybe the leaders of the family, quote unquote, don't see things this way. The leaders of the family don't know how to speak to each other. They haven't got to a point where they realize, because this is the thing, real quick. I've seen people where the generations of families are fucked up. Yeah. Like the the great the, the the grandma doing foul shit, her daughter doing it, now her daughter doing it. How I take it, how what 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 I would do if I'm the grandma, I'm empathetic because I know what I created and how I started things created a trip, like a trickle down effect yeah. where it's affected on my family. Sometimes older people use revisionist history mm-hmm. where you forgot you fucked your kid over. Yeah. He's 39 and he has all his teeth and he has the job,
1: Yeah, <laughs> but
0: when he was a kid, you didn't get, you didn't buy him shoes and you was on crack for a minute. You know what I mean?
1: This is the back to the control, which you can control. Mm-hmm. I can't control great grandma. So where this It's like how rivers work, where they come from a body of water. I'm not where the original body of water started. But as the river continues to come down, I can be a branch off to a new area. So I can't do anything about what's before me. I can just operate in a space of understanding, appreciation, and love. You're going to be who you're going to be. I can live the way that I live, and and that's it. But I don't have to continue after you. Hmm. Like, because like my family's from Alabama, like we big, like we we big people, naturally. Uh, I've been a vegetarian for about eight years. And there's a handful of us. I don't eat where my family comes from. Like the fried chicken. Uh, everything soaked in bacon juice, like Grandma used to make. She used to keep the, the oil can on the stove. that had yeah. the chicken was fried in, the fish was fried in, everything. And when she would make a pot of greens, there'd be ham hock, and she would just pour the grease straight into the greens and cook all, all that stuff that we all of us grew up on for generations. I don't eat anymore. Hmm. I don't go around campaigning telling everybody else they need to be vegetarians. If I come around, I'm coming around to hang around them, but I'm not. I'm typically not coming around to eat. Mm. so i still get to be me and they still get to be them and then there's now uh, i got a couple of vegan cousins and a couple of, like some folks is, is realizing some of the health stuff and they've changed and some of the older people now are starting to get some of the same generational health concerns mm. that everybody was having you know breathing problems overweight heart stuff you know diabetes and everybody getting older now is starting to see like okay the way we've been doing it ain't working so some of the older people have started to eat differently and eat better but when you're talking about how do i change other people's behavior you
0: don't you can't you just do what you can do yeah. and hopefully others see it there and you give
1: information when it's i'm not one for unsolicited advice so i don't mm. walk around to, you don't need to be eating you still eating that, you got, I hate you that. Putting that? Did, did nobody <laughs> and they got a house f- fork full of pork talking about yep <laughs> like did nobody ask you for the nutritional value of this pork chop?
0: It, seem like it seemed like when people learn shit, <laughs> they can't wait. Yeah. Somebody learned something, they lost two pounds. Now they become the police on this shit. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: If somebody says, oh, your skin looks clear. Yes, because I drink a lot more water and I don't eat there A, B, and C. Yeah. Oh, I like the returns of what you're doing. So, uh, so I'm going to ask you about what you're doing and I may integrate what you're doing. But I'm not coming around talking about. See, that's why you got all them pimples. See, that's <laughs> why you got this and that. That's why you like <laughs> big me, little you. That's why you got and big me, little you. And think that they're gonna be receptive.
0: It, it doesn't work. Nobody's receptive. And then you they would be like, "Oh, here this motherfucker." Come. Yeah, yeah. Like it is vegan. I know like mean, me.
1: that's their views, like with mental health. And there is a slightly different dynamic between the men and women in our community. There's a lot of overlap. But the sum of the differences is, is that um, women more so than men um, use the in, the same energy that women tell men to go to therapy is the same energy that they tell kids to go to their room.
0: Wait, explain that. Explain that.
1: So typically, uh, um, men who go to therapy don't really come to women saying, y'all need to get a a therapist. True. Women who go to therapy, typically when they learn and see the differences and the benefits, they tell men that men need to go. Mm. But it's the same energy is because you're exhibiting this behavior, you need to go to therapy. It's Mm. the same energy as you're exhibiting this behavior. You need to go to your room. Mental health is seen as almost like a punishment. Mm. or as a indictment on who they are and it's not in the same space it doesn't get received as this could be beneficial
0: opposed to you going to therapy as a woman and enjoying it and inviting him to come or Or even just
1: speaking about why you why you like it i i i used to be so confused in my head i used to have this this and this i'm at so Mm. at peace right now what'd you do i started doing yoga and i see a therapist once a week
0: Damn, that's a. I like that concept. Just and leave it alone. Like if somebody introduce yes. something, that's what I did. I don't have to tell you. You should go, come. With, I don't have to introduce it to you like that. You're an adult. All I gotta say is the benefits. Interested. You'll, you'll, interested? you'll ask questions if you're. Interested. You'll ask questions if you're interested. Damn, that's that's a beautiful concept. And this is I'm because I'm learning, man. This is communicating with people. It can be tricky, yeah. and sometimes you don't get the results you want because you be cause you on some bullshit. Like your approach matters. I'm realizing how I Huge. start the convert. Cause I'm real like asshole and condescending at times. And then I get that back. You be like, Hey, what you doing? I'm like, no, 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 You just, you came at me pretty foul, bro. Yeah. There's in
1: time and place and everything is not a job interview. And like every conversation is not super structured and you know, like giving a dissertation and all that. But, but when you, when we're talking to each other and especially when we're talking like within our family, like. If we're talking about generational degrees of trauma or concerns or issues, um, we all went through something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So to to take the standpoint of my pain is greater than yours, or I'm better than you because I got some help about it,
0: mm.
1: that's that you're not going to get the, the return you want. That so, makes sense. So how do we start breaking some of these things? When when we start finding methods that work, or we start finding ways that we get healed people will start to observe the difference. Like people ask, you know, you don't come around as much or when you come around, you don't you don't drink with us on the curb like you used to or you don't, you know, you don't eat like you, you we used to eat or you don't do these things. Yeah, because I started doing this instead. I didn't, I don't want to drink with you or I don't want to smoke with you. I'd rather make sure I can get up to go to the gym in the morning. I would rather make sure I can sleep easier by not having a bunch of heavy food on me tonight. I'm talking about what I do want. I'm talking about the things I introduced that are beneficial. I'm not coming around you to tell you all the things that you do that I don't like. If I'm talking to you about why I'm not doing something, it's because I'm talking about the things that I do like in my life that I want to continue.
0: Damn. It It, it reminds me of the phrase like it, it, it. this phrase holds more credence with me now. It's like be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. Don't tell motherfuckers about the change. <clears throat> Just be it. Yeah. If and, you be and, it. They'll observe,
1: and you don't have to walk around campaigning. Like hmm. I don't have to sit around and tell you I went to church today. I don't have to run and tell you I didn't cheat on my wife tonight. I don't have to go around and tell you I ate a salad for dinner. Like I don't have to go around and do what will happen. People will see you and your wife smiling, holding hands, walking, staring into each other's eyes, like you did that first year. Man, what's what's man? What what, y- what y'all got going on? Like. There you go. With all this affectionate, soft spoken, always touch barrier. Someone's always touch, touching the hand. You didn't smack her butt. She didn't rub your head. Like it's all this affection. What did you do? Well, we started doing this, this and this. They'll ask questions if
0: they're interested. It seems like sometimes Jermaine, people are so happy when they've discovered something. Yes. So happy when they started moving it. and they could be an hour two. of this new discovery and what i've learned sometimes when you put the shit out there in the universe too quick uh, you wasn't ready to do that yet intentions
1: (laughs) what what is the reason you got to tell everybody yeah what's driving your reason to shit well i'm just excited i just want everybody to know about crossfit and and everybody should be doing crossfit um just (laughs) when you do it and you love it and your body changes and you're getting in better shape people gonna ask
0: you what you're doing. People gonna ask you what you
1: all do. of a sudden you done dropped 20 pounds, you got visible abs, you done leaned out, shoulders back, you look good in your clothes. Good mm-hmm. people gonna ask you what you're doing. Mm-hmm. What program you on? Where, where you go, where you work out at? And then you can tell them all about CrossFit.
0: Then you could tell but, them all. About
1: but you don't have to tell them after your first session. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to run out and start doing commercials after your first session.
0: Get you me. you went out and bought some new clothes, you got a goddamn Spanx. the logo on all oh your yeah, outfit. Yeah, just
1: just if they're interested, they'll ask.
0: And then I think people don't realize what this does if you present something to people and you haven't fully grasped it yet. So you haven't given it time. So you're done with it now. And it's three weeks ago by. They say, hey, what's up with that CrossFit? Uh, well, you know, uh, they was charging too much over I'm, there at the gym. I'm over, so at I decided to- I'm
1: over, you know, I'm on Pilates now. It's about Pilates. You know, just like I said, just. And and that's fine. You may do Pilates for two weeks, then jump over to hot yoga, do hot yoga, then jump over to running. You do whatever works for you. I'm just saying. And when people ask you, when they ask you, not not all the unsolicited stuff, when people ask you, then you can tell them all the different stuff you changed on. Mm -hmm. I just think that when it comes to making like the generational changes, if you're somebody who has made some shifts, like you come from a bunch of people who are not good with money and you're the first one to figure it out. And so everybody's asking you. For money okay if you want to ask me for money it comes with me showing you how i now, made it or how to save it
0: or how to use it so do so do you think it's so i have cousins and brothers and mom dad i'm i found a way i'm making yeah. a lot of money now is it my responsibility to tell them is it your responsibility yeah, it, it responsibility is as much is. your
1: responsibility to do that as it is to give them money Hmm. So if you think it is, it is. If you think it's not, it's not.
0: Hmm. Makes sense. Because, again, like you're saying, I'm learning because, again, you don't really have to tell them. damn, his car. You nice. really don't have to give them money either. Yeah. <laughs> so if you feel Very a
1: responsibility true. to give them money, then you have the same responsibility to show them how to get it themselves mm. unless you're willing to deal with them continue, like I said, teach a man to to fish. If you give him a fish, he eats the day. Teach him to fish, he eats a lifetime.
0: lifetime, If you're saying,
1: I just want to give you the fish so you go away today, you can guarantee he'll be back.
0: Mm. So, mm, I'm thinking about something now. So, if we want to create a black society, Jermaine, where all all of us who are successful sees the importance of not passing the information down to the next generation are we saying that them just doing the act is inspirational enough so if they go out and change their lives and do positive things and become great i don't have to come back and talk to you about it you've seen me doing it and if you have questions you ask so it, are we talking about people we know or we, so in general?
1: So if if I grew up in a neighborhood, they are talking about coming back, giving back. Mm-hmm. So if I grew up in a neighborhood and I figure out a way to be successful and people can see me on TV, they can see me, whatever, whatever. So they now know in their head someone from here went on to be successful. If they don't have access to me, then I would say you don't know, require to. But I, I would personally come back if mm-hmm. these are not people who have access to me. If these are people who do, like these are my my, my siblings, like they can pick up the phone and call me whenever they want. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they don't ask for help or ask for information. Then in my mind, they shouldn't be asking for money Mm. or an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So an opportunity Mm -hmm. without the information or or money without the without the information. And then you uh, the application of the information means you're going to keep coming back. And if that's not a dynamic I'm okay with, because some people are, if that's Mm -hmm. not a dynamic that I personally want to do, then it's like, no, okay, let me show you how to get this yourself. Show you how to duplicate the process, show you how to do these things. And if you're not interested, fine. But then, like I said, you know the answer if you call me looking for money.
0: And I've seen a lot of strife be created based on that way of thinking, because I've seen people who say, here's how to do it. I showed you how to do it. I gave you a little bit of money to start it. You said you was going to start it. It never happened. Now, here we are at Christmas and you asked me for fifteen hundred dollars and I told you what it was going to be. But now you mad at me. Now you now you're trying to fight me. Now you talking about all my goddamn childhood secrets.
1: (laughs) I'm a firm believer in boundaries. I love them to death. Uh, So. So to that accord, are there people who are that way? Yes. You then make it control what you can control you individual. I can't control how somebody else is going to feel about something. Mm-hmm. i can only say look i'm willing to do this i'm willing to tolerate this i'm willing to deal with this or not these, these are my lines in the sand so I think, and if you want to be feel a certain kind of way about me from the other side of the fence go right ahead
0: i think it's good to put it in perspective like that because what if because look jermaine what if you have there a couple family members who took this approach yeah they Asked for game, you gave him game. Now they want more money. Now they mad at you. I think if you approach it the wrong way, it may sour you to everybody. But you got okay. another cousin who took heave, right? Yeah, but but you he have to comes- be clear in 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 not take it personally and compartmentalize it so you don't take it out on the cousin who actually wanted to
1: Yes, because let's be real. When we're talking about generational curses, resentment is generational. Passive aggressive is generational. Mm. Uh being petty yeah. is generational. Grudge holding is generational. Um, all these sorts of things to where when you don't say what you really feel, what you don't address, what's really bothering you, um, and then you are just like, well, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna do nothing, but I'm a I'm a feel kind of way we pass those traits down too. And people don't have those direct conversations and people don't get to the root of what's going on so it can be cleaned out. It's like like a like when you have a root canal on your teeth. You mm-hmm. got to drill through the, the hard tooth through the through all that mess. It's painful, it's loud, it's it's aggressive, but and then you get down to the infection and it can be dirty and grimy and smelly and all that, but once you finally get there and clean it out, it can heal. Hmm. and there's a lot of us that generationally
0: we don't want to go through the root canal oh we don't want to go through the root canal we don't want to go through the hard part
1: surface level of grudge holding resentful passive aggressive well i ain't gonna deal with them i ain't gonna talk to them i'm not gonna do this and that it is not even like okay i make drawing a line in the sand i'm not gonna deal with them because of their behavior it's i'm not gonna call them but when i see them i'm gonna smile like we cool It's not going to be when I see them, we're going to talk about why I haven't called you back. It's going to be, oh, no, everything's fine. And then once they leave the room, you're going to talk about them.
0: Makes sense. And then I, when
1: you do this, like
0: <laughs> it makes sense because you got a problem with somebody. you got a
1: problem with them, but you're not addressing the problem.
0: You don't have it in you right now to address it because you're going to smile and then talk shit. And God damn, Jermaine, I, I see that all too often. Yeah. And it seems like that when I see that, I'll be thinking the problem you have with them must not be that big, or you must know it's more you or it's something going on in you because if so, wouldn't you just be able to say, Hey, this is my problem. This is how you made me feel. Let's, let's move, uh, move on. It seemed like when you're harboring some stuff that maybe you haven't done for yourself, it makes it difficult to talk to somebody that, you know,
1: it can't, some people are just non-confrontational just at, nature they just don't want they don't want the root canal they don't want to go through that that process um some people like they just you weigh it out it ain't worth it like mm. i know how she gonna get i know how yeah, he's yeah, gonna I get you that. gonna bring yeah. it up they gonna act a fool they gonna start crying they gonna want to fight you like they just may be like i'm just i'm I'm out of here in two hours anyway. Hey, mm-hmm. I'll see y'all on Christmas. Like That's you just may problem. be like, I just don't even want to deal with it. I don't see him two, three times a year anyway. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to suck it up, get through this meal and then go my separate ways. There's a bunch of reasons. But the, mm-hmm. but the thing is that it, the, the generational part about all these secrets and unresolved problems and underlying beefs and passive aggressive attempts to make jabs at people and judge people and all that sort of stuff that gets passed down generationally. Mm. like diabetes, like brown eyes, like big feet. Mm. It, it all gets passed down the same. And it all so, gets
0: passed down the same. Damn. So
1: if you're something that you want to break within our community, our personal ecosystem, like I said, it's, it's being aware intentional about the life you want to live, how you want to be, Uh, Being an example of that as opposed to on campaign about it, Mm. uh, understanding if people are interested, they'll ask you. And if they don't leave them alone and if you figure out a way that works, not judging them for still being where they were just because you figured out something that's working differently. You're not better than them because you you were broke right alongside them and you figured out a way to get money. They're not dumb or lazy for not reaching where you are. They are where they are. And if the intention is to help them out, then in, then the intention with love. And if and the intention is love. to put them down, then you'll do it with judgment. So, um, but you can break some of these things. You you start with yourself. You start, start with, with yourself, yourself. You start and with
0: that's yourself. what I was figuring, Jermaine. When it all comes down to it, it starts with yourself. And I think just for me personally, just learning about those things, looking looking at the lineage of your family. If everybody's drinking, if everybody's smoking, if 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 people if there's no fathers around like there, there's a way to like diagnose these things without being hateful towards your family or disliking them, but just having a judgment. Yeah. Don't judge them, but I have to make a change. And if you don't judge them, when you start making that change, you'll still come around. You won't see it as I'm not, I ain't going around y'all. Or or when you start making that change, you ain't finna come around on your high horse. Yeah. Like why? Oh, you still ain't got a job. Ha <laughs> ha. This food still ain't. people don't, we, we, we do a lot of harm to each other in like a jokingly way. And I'm, and I'm beginning to learn that I'm trying to be more intentional with how I approach people because words are powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That big me, little you complex is Mm -hmm. huge.
0: It is. People can't hear
1: you when they think you're
0: judging them people can't hear you and that's something so this is big in our community y'all everything that we go through in our families i know on my show we talk a lot about how systematically things have taken place but we have a say so like personal and every day i'm learning more and more personal accountability is kind of the key of all this and then you can learn history and you can learn your family's history all of it in an attempt to kind of avoid the things that have happened but you have to do it with love and honesty because your mom could have Because I hear people say this a lot, Jermaine, because my mom been gone for like 20 years now. But I hear people say, well, hey, when I was young, I had these issues with my mother or my father. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm older and I talk to them, I see that they was dealing with substance abuse. I see that they had maybe some mental health issues they were dealing with. So I humanize them opposed to putting them on this pedestal and that can help all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. A
1: lot of times we forget like. You know when, when you start thinking about okay, what what year were you? Well how what age were you, when you had all these beef with your mom? I was 12. Okay, well, how much older is your mom than you? Mm. Uh she was 20. Okay, so how was the 32-year-old you living? Because I remember still seeing you coming <laughs> out the club. I, I, I still remember seeing you with a drink in your two step. So <laughs> yeah, don't you know, act like you figured out this, you was this on this, you know just straight and narrow at 32 not still out here you know doing it for the gram or whatever else is happening and Mm -hmm. we're just because i think that's a good point we we think of mom and dad as mom and dad as
0: opposed to john that's cheryl and johnny
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) and then when you do the history on cheryl and johnny you're like wow (laughs) she did what at the club she called who sons and daughters of 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 Rufus and, and, and <laughs> Kathleen and they, they, the sons are like, Oh man, you, you man, yeah, then, like,
0: you would get to talking to somebody. You'd be like, yeah, my, my, uh, my mom was kind of, she was off the hook. And then my grandma, she used to shoot at my grandpa. And you'd be like, damn, that's why you're you kind of crazy. Your
1: father is working construction, but all of a sudden you get to talk to, yeah, man, I, I remember when I went to jail with your daddy. Wait a minute. yeah, <laughs> <Like, just, like, laughs> We forget they had a whole human being before they were our parents.
0: They had a whole (laughs) life. They had a whole whole life.
1: So that's the removing the judgment. Mm -hmm. Without judgment. There there wasn't a way you were supposed to be. There Mm. wasn't like, it's just what is? What are we working with? What are we talking about? What's in front of us? Removing the should. I would say should land is a highly populated place with a bunch of miserable people. (laughs) We're all talking about what I should have got, or how I should have lived, or who I should have married, or how much I should have made, or how big my house should have been. Should land is highly populated with miserable people. Real talk. We're all talking about what they didn't get or what they felt they deserved. Mm-hmm. So, removing that 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 judgment component, understanding ourselves, and then just living the life you want, as opposed to the handlebar logic of being focused on the life you don't want.
0: Focus on the life you don't want, and being, being as proactive as possible. Yeah. Quit making excuses. It's the, man, that job was tripping. Nate, talking about I had to be, I was only back from my break 17 minutes. It was just three minutes, tripping off three minutes. These white folks. I'm like, the only difference,
1: the only difference between an explanation and an excuse is the spelling. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Let me run that back for the people in the back of the room. The only difference between an explanation and an excuse is the spelling. Who did man. it or you didn't?
0: Could you dare or always. you weren't? Cuz I it happened or it didn't. Jermaine cuz I hear explanations in every time even when I do it. I'm like damn that sounds like an excuse.
1: I'm not saying one is better or worse than the other. <laughs> you can say an excuse has got real-world justifications into it for why something wasn't accomplished. You can say that an explanation is just a wordy way to try to remove accountability from something that did or did not happen. Mm. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm Mm. saying the only difference between the two is the spelling. (laughs) So (laughs) so, you're supposed to pick me up at the airport at one o'clock and you did not. Whether you give me an explanation or an excuse, I'm standing at baggage claim by myself.
0: And it doesn't help the person. <laughs> damn Jermaine. Because <Bro. laughs> <laughs> they both feel the same way. If you're on the you other mean. end of it, an excuse <laughs> and an explanation feels the same. I've been out here in the rain for 30 minutes. I don't give a shit what you had to do. I've been out here in the rain for 30 well, minutes.
1: I do, but I'm still out here in the rain. Like you <laughs> said, like I'm not saying an explanation is better than an excuse, or an excuse is better than an explanation. I'm just saying you did or you didn't. It was Monday, it was one o'clock, it was five hundred dollars. If it was not Monday, one o'clock, five hundred dollars. If it's an explanation or it's an excuse, I didn't have my five hundred dollars at one o'clock on Monday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I that, that's real talk right there. That's <laughs> real talk. That's and that should lead people to being kind of a person that says, like. No, I have to get it done. That should put pressure on you because that man, that goddamn, that makes so much sense. Cause I've had reasons why I can't show up somewhere for my kid, for my woman, for my partner, but the look on their face was the same. Yeah. The look on their face was the same, whether I didn't call them at all, or I called and said, Hey, I'm running a little bit late. I'll be there 22 minutes, man. This traffic is killing me. How they took it was the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah, real shit, Jermaine, uh-huh. damn everybody this is my brother Jermaine Morris man this is why I bring him on the show man we gonna break it down we gonna simplify your life for you while you're fucking up and blaming on everybody it's the white man it's my mama it's the this I'm on parole I'm on probation but you letting life happen to you and if you do it <laughs> with one thing you're going to do it with everything else. So this is your brother Harrison, the Melanated Combo Podcast. I'm happy to be back, man. I got my brother Jermaine Morris on the show. This is great. Jermaine, we got to we, we gotta keep him informed, man. We got to make sure we looking in the inside. Yeah, the white man's out there, but you inside of you too. <laughs> you should be more scared of the motherfucker inside of you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're more likely to do more damage to yourself than he is.
0: You're more likely to. You're more you likely gotta...
1: to mess your own life up than, than yeah. have it messed up for you.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely. So This is the Melanated Combo podcast. My brother, Jermaine, tell everybody how they can get in contact with you, bro.
1: If you have any questions or, or anything at all about like the coaching stuff, the disc assessment, which is basically just a test that kind of shows how we uh, make decisions, how we deal with problems, how we communicate. The test itself comes with a 20 page report of the individual. So they say human beings don't come with the owner's manual. This basically becomes yours. It shows potential blind spots in behavior, most and least effective ways to communicate. All that sort of stuff comes in report. If you have any questions on that, you can go to My Keys to Me, MyKeysToMe, to me.com. And you can get more information and set up a free 15-minute consultation. I can walk you through the process and get you started if you like. And then all social media platforms are at Jay Morris CEO.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So this has been another episode of the mental aided convo podcast, man. I love having these conversations. Somebody gonna learn. If it's just one person, if it's five people, if it's two people, we got to change the perspective of our people, man. Some of this shit ain't gonna change like the historical stuff. I love it. And I'm gonna keep learning about these things. But what we look at in politics and some of the ways that racism works and all that, some of that shit not gonna change, but you can change you like Tomorrow. <laughs> that, that, that's for sure. You can change yourself tomorrow. So this is your brother Harrison, Melanated Combo Podcast, Jermaine Morris. Find me on Instagram at convo 100 I'm always sharing how I feel about shit. If you don't like it, I don't really care. You know what I mean? That's my platform, and I'm going to continue to speak for my people. We out.